What companies would you want to work for? Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good. Companies like Bank of America, which just earned the prestigious Just Capital 2024 seal. Bank of America is ranked number one in the banking industry and number one for their ongoing commitment to workers, offering best-in-class benefits, including a minimum wage of $25 an hour by 2025. Visit JustCapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business. Furnished by Just Capital. 3HL. Powered by Spring Hill Heating and Cooling. With Brent Doherty, Don Davenport, and Ron Slay. The zone, ladies and gentlemen. Hope everybody is staying safe on this beautiful. <laughs> oh, or not. <laughs> no, Listen, no, you and Mayor can take that beautiful day in Music City and shove it up your, you know what, today. Take it down the street somewhere. As I'm watching the time frame of these scary weather tornadoes coming into this area. I'm just saying, man. Lord have mercy. I thought it was beautiful, but the blinds were down. Yeah. Thank you for lifting the blinds, Babs. Or. You're just real excited because of what happened last night. I think. Go ahead, play his intro. Play it, Ron Slay. Good old Rocky Top. Yep. This car is car is car ain't got no room. This car ain't got no room. No room. This car, no room. This car, this car, this car, this car, this car. Good old Rocky Top. Ron Slay ain't got no room today. Oh, Babsy. Because guess what? Even though. What? Uh, can I? I mean, I know this is kind of long, but can can we go back to yesterday? What's that? What happened yesterday? All right. So if if anybody missed it, Tennessee Mm -hmm. upset the number one team in the nation on the hardwood last night. Beat Alabama. Yes. Even though Laura in our chat still says roll tide forever. Uh, but I mean, huge win for the Vols and, and what they did defensively. We'll, we'll jump into it. Don't worry. But I, I do want to point out that yesterday we had on Richard Hendricks, mm-hmm. Alabama legend, played yep. in the NBA overseas. Right. Um, McDonald All American, right. all the things, right? Uh, had him on. Rod Grizzard had him on as well. Had him on. Now we didn't SEC ask legend. him who he thought would win, but. Yeah, we did. Um, but he was leaning towards Alabama in yes. the way that he talked about all, the game, all, right? Yeah. right? Mm-hmm. You know, so uh, obviously I'm, I'm with two, three basketball legends mm-hmm. talking talking ball with these guys. And, and at the end of the day, you know, that whole big J journalist part of me comes out. All right, boys, who's going to win? Well, right. this is this is what went down. Okay. Who wins tonight? Bama. I'm going to be honest. You, Aaron Rodgers. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to tell, tell you the truth. I'm going to tell you huh. the truth. If Josiah James does not, Josiah Jordan James doesn't play. Didn't if play. Julian Phillips don't play. Didn't play. Alabama will win this game. <gasps> I will say this. you, Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> and I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm, I hate that. I like, I, I do think like people raise their level of play though when somebody is out. Yeah. And it being at home is in their and favor. They did. <laughs> I just, I, I will say this. That home court advantage. It's, it's something. That, you know, it's something. this is one of those games. And if this was in Tuscaloosa, <laughs> then you would easily go Bama. Right. Now it being in Knoxville, that plays a role. Because as we talked about earlier in basketball, mm. anything can yeah. happen. And when that crowd gets rowdy, those lights come on. If they get a roll in and get on the run, you can use that yeah. momentum 
That I think is going to make the difference, but I do think the Tide might get it in a close one. And let me say I'm this: I'm going we'll go. Tennessee. Okay, okay. Oh. I, I love it. Oh. 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 Gentlemen was Babsy, the one and only. <laughs> is this his intro today? Yes, I like. Davenport called it. Davenport called the upset. You did. You over a VFL over there. You did. You did. See Tennessee fans, I do not hate you. You did. You did. I, I do not hate the balls, <laughs> even though y'all like to come at me during football season with that. They do. But they how do. crazy is Tennessee's success? If I would have told you yeah. at the beginning of this like sports year, mm-hmm. the Vols will beat number one ranked Alabama on the hardwood mm-hmm. and Alabama in football. I would. I would. You would have thought I was crazy. Yeah, a little bit. I'm, I'm, I'm just going to say a little, a little bit. Probably about a 40% chance you just crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You just one who, fly, one who flew over the cuckoo's nest crazy. But <laughs> you're not, Babs. It turns out when we look at your resume and we notice what you said, everything checks out. You're not crazy, officially. Oh, Stamp- no, I'm still crazy. Watch out. But no. <laughs> anyway, that, that was a great game, it though. Was. Before it was. we jump into it, what do we have today? Well, we have... Big Savagery coming in. He's going to stop through and talk to us. We got him actually coming up in this next segment. And we also have Greg Cosell checking in and breaking down a little film from the Super Bowl, which will be good and fun. And then good guess what? Yeah, then then we'll then we'll open up the phone lines to everyone else, man, because we got a couple of couple of couple of topics to hit, you know, with um trades, people saying that Chicago may want to give up that number one, then people talking about Chicago may want to give up Justin Fields to do something else in order to go take that quarterback. So it's gonna be interesting. The, the offseason is gonna be hectic, if that's the word for it. A lot of fun. moving parts. It is gonna be fun. That'd Eric Bianami interviewing today. That's right. Yeah. That's right. So yeah. um, so that's going on, too. We can uh, jump into that. We can't fail to tell the people either, though, Babs, this is powered by Spring Hill Heating and Cooler. We got to let them know exactly, you know, who's doing this, who's keeping us warm in here. You're looking on the Zone TV, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. Twitch, please. And you see us out here with sometimes no jackets on and sometimes it's a little chilly until Kevin and them get in here and they adjust the climate and we... Everything's back we're to normal. We're good to go. Yeah, we're good to go. Yes. So, yeah. Um, okay, let's go back to that basketball game. Yes. Um, because you kind of called it. Yeah. I mean, you did pick Alabama. You said without, you know, those two guys, if they don't play, yeah. then, you know, you, you think Alabama's going to be too much. Mm-hmm. But... At the end of the show yesterday, you said what Tennessee needs to do to win. What they have to do to win, if that's the question, the Vols have to dominate the paint. You have to dominate the paint. You have to get back on defense, contest shots. No second shots on the defensive end. Come up with every rebound. Impose your will on the inside. Alabama wants to get out and run, and they want to play spaced out. They want to get threes, penetrate and kick. Block, Block down the paint. Don't give up the threes. Contest the threes. Come up with the rebound. Dominate. Big man. Front court, y'all got to play today. Come on. <laughs> Front court has to play today. Now, Babsy, with saying that, the front court outplayed Alabama's front court mm-hmm. when you look at it. 
Their front court consists of the big fella, seven-footer, Betty Ako, and also Noah Clowney, who will be a first-round draft pick. Yep. They combined for 11 points and 16 rebounds. Gurley coming off the bench, chipped in with three points and one rebound. Now, Tennessee's front court, Olivier Comois and Jonas Adu combined for 21 points and 15 rebounds. Euros came off the bench with 10 points and four rebounds. So they outplayed them with 31 and 19. So, I mean, if and not only what showed up in the stat sheet, the physicality of this game, it was physical. I mean, so this right here gave a feel of what's to come in March. This is what you can expect because when officials get in get into March SEC Madness, or SEC March, tournament yeah. and March Madness tournament, like it's it's no whistle being blown for real. Like it, you got to go out there and fight and play, and the most physical team a lot of the times will come out on top. So that's good to see that Tennessee could go out there and win. Alabama, I don't think adjusted to that going on the road. And I don't think they ball. matched they matched it. They didn't. Like how it, it's surprising to me because you look at their motto mm-hmm. and their coach yep. and what Nate Oates is all about. And we talked about it yesterday with that hard hat kind of mentality, yep. you know, just go to work. And I felt like Tennessee was the more physical team, top to bottom. That's exactly Consistently right. throughout the whole game. Exactly. So yeah. that's a learning experience. Yeah. This is a learning game, a learning loss for Alabama moving forward. And right? that's exactly what they would take from it. Like their star, Brandon Miller, 34 minutes, 15 points and 10 rebounds. Wasn't as efficient as he usually is, but a double-double, you can't, uh, like, that's good containing him. The man averages 18 and 8, and the weight, the impact of him having it is different. But you got to give credit to Jemai Meshack for guarding him. He did well, he was in foul trouble, but Terrific job guarding them. Javon Quinterly, um, their point guard, 3.6 turnovers. Mark Sears, their second leading scorer, 2.3 turnovers. Like, you got to take your hat off and tip your cat to guys like Zakai Ziegler, who played with zero turnovers, 15 points, 8 assists, and Vescovy, who did the other ball handling, 15 points and 3 steals, zero turnovers. So you got zero turnovers compared to 19 total turnovers for Alabama on the road. Well, and the Vols scored 26 points off those there you turnovers. Go. Exactly. And if you look, I mean, if you exactly. look at the score, that's the difference, that's the difference. right? And, and, and no it's question that, about it. That's where your defense sparks your offense yep. if you're Tennessee basketball. And that's the kind of game they have to play moving forward right. to have success come right. March, right? right. Exactly. You, you spot on. And they didn't shoot the ball well. They still didn't play well offensively. Right. The thing is, though, they did make shots in the moments that they needed to make them that they wasn't doing in the first um, two games that they played previous to this. So, yeah, we'll dive in a little bit more of this. But on the other other side of this, we got big savagery. We, we want to talk about a little a couple of linemen and some drafts. And let's do it. You want to do that with big savagery? Yeah, we'll ask him about his um his funny or hmm. interesting draft visit questions. All of questions. that. Yes, we'll yeah. see. Um, by the way, it is currently seventy one degrees outside. Mm. Uh, pouring rain outside of our studio. Just will keep you abreast of the weather and let you know. um, I know that there was a tornado warning for a little bit that has expired, but we're hunk. You're all over it. Yeah, right now that we've got uh, some 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 thunderstorm warnings that are out. 
There's some heavy winds, especially in the metro area, but that's just that is it as of right now. There's no rotation or anything in the storms right now as it's going through the Nashville area. Do you guys realize tonight it's going to be like 38 degrees? So the bottom's yeah. going to fall out. From okay. 71 to like 30-something. That sounds like getting in the house. You know what else that sounds like? What? Nashville. <laughs> Nashville to, winter. Welcome to Nashville. Exactly. Welcome everybody from California. Yep. This is what you get. <laughs> this is how our winters go. Mm-hmm. Oh, and by the way, it's gray for a long time. It's <sighs> the best place to live in the world, though. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, besides Auburn. Uh, we'll take a quick break. <laughs> we'll visit with Ramon Foster coming up after this break. Stick around. This is 3HL1045 The Zone. Searching HVAC near here. Right here, ma'am. How can we help? Wow. Nobody local? Huh. Wait, what? We are an HVAC company literally in your neighborhood. Why is she not seeing us? Just all the big chains. Well, it is what it is. What in the... Can you not see See us? us? Nope, they can't see you. Because you're buried deep in the list of local HVAC providers. You are invisible online. Introducing Cumulus Boost. Get a boost, get found, get on the map. Learn more at CumulusBoost.com. Hey, everybody. This is Dan Bespris, host of Fantasy NBA Today, a daily fantasy basketball podcast. We cover every box score from every game every day. Plus bonus shows on buy low opportunities, players to stash, schedule analysis, and really anything you could need to smash your league into deliciously tiny pieces. Catch the Fantasy NBA Today podcast, part of the Believe Network, on YouTube or wherever you listen. In the 3XL on 104.5 The Zone, powered by Spring Hill Heating and Cooling. Ladies and gentlemen, we would love, we would love for you to um, be behind the scenes. Um, and I'm, I'm going to pull the curtain back real quick before we bring Big Savagery and Ramon well, Foster. Well, first, okay, we'll Denny Mitchell on the chat said Slim Slay. Hey! <laughs> Denny! See, Denny has been on this journey with me. Which he's right. That's right. You look phenomenal. Thank you. Denny tuned in because guess what? I told him this morning what my weight. First of all, that's my neighbor. You know what I mean? Oh, that's yeah, we, your neighbor. We hold each other accountable out here. Okay. You know what I'm saying? He's been trying to get me to get on heels. He been he done dropped 50. Wow. Yeah. Well, you Looking just started that. I just started. So, but. I mean, you're I, already down what? 31 now. Holy moly. I got on the scale, Babsy, and it's you're like down a person. You know what I'm saying? I'm out here. I, got a, I done lost a whole little baby. You lost baby Babs. <laughs> I lost baby Babs. Bro, the kid barely weighs 40 pounds See, right saying, now. Seriously. Well, I'm telling y'all, man, I'm dropping these little babies off my shoulders. Get off me. Get off me. Well, yeah, you know how he opens up his little baggie <laughs> over there. He pulls out this little packet, like that's pouch. Right. It looks yeah. like, like you know, those little pouches that you make like gravy out of. Well, yeah, that's exactly people what like, like me. I, I that's know. what it looks like. He's like, like oh, yeah. Well, what'd you say? Vegetable Veg- chili. Vegetable chili. I'm like... Is that soup in a package? And what people don't realize is I actually got to experience Slay's phone call with Awaken 180. Oh, he earlier. Did. Yep, so did. And how they talked to him, and they're like, "Hey, where are you? Where are your strengths right now? What are you doing well? Where are coach. you struggling? What do you need help with?" 
And Slay started explaining, like, hey, you know, I'm, I'm good until I'm leaving these basketball games at 11, 12 really? o'clock at night, and, and oh, I need something yes. to eat. I'm committed to this, Babsy. Yeah. So did they, like, work with you? So they're, they're, she's looking ahead. I got to go to Fayetteville, Arkansas. I do Georgia and Arkansas next Tuesday. So she's looking ahead to see what restaurants or wherever I can eat later on at night. Coach Sam looking out for me. Huh. Sorry, Babs. Or you people. could just bring your packet <laughs> of chili. vegetable chili with you <laughs> and mix it as the final buzzer goes off. Huh. All right, let's bring in Big Savagery. Oh, yes. Ram- Foster. Savage, you see what Ramon. I'm dealing with, dog? What do, you, do you eat soup out of a packet? Wow. <laughs> yes, I do, Babs. I'm somewhat of a, a, a mini, you know, house chef. And I throw my own little broccoli and garlic in there. By the way, garlic is by far one of the most underrated or overrated uh, cooking items you could ever have in your kitchen, okay? Garlic and be our best friends, okay? As long as I don't smell like garlic. That I, makes I me like want to vomit. <laughs> garlic, no. I'm not a garlic. I'd, like, burp it up. Oh, no, Babsy. That's no, see, that's why you got harder at home. He can be around those burps, okay? Burp <laughs> all that up and enjoy that flavor. Come on, Babsy. <laughs> man. Get right or get left, Babsy. That's right. The fact that my dog has left a 30-plus pounds behind, you, hey, you won't notice, okay? We're going to leave you behind over here, Babsy. We shall sure will. We shall sure will. Y'all, y'all, I'm super proud of all y'all. <laughs> Okay. It makes me feel guilty, but whatever. It makes you feel right. guilty. <laughs> How's the water consumption going? Thank you. Thank you, Savage. <laughs> I don't see a cooler or nothing nowhere over there. But, uh, look at the Yeti. I it's haven't still touched full. it. It's still, it's still full. full. It was way across the room, Savage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was seeing you on Zone TV. Is that a brace on your hand like you have to punch somebody? Or uh, is that like clothing accessories? No, it's not an accessory. It's a brace. <laughs> like, it's one of, you know... It's an it's an ex athlete injury, damn it. Uh, <laughs> I was thinking it was either you punch somebody or you was counting money. I didn't know which one it was. That's one of the two ways. Yeah, it's one of those. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Service. It's not tendonitis from picking up my child or anything. <laughs> hey man, Savage, we, we bring oh, you man. in. We were yesterday talking about the the draft and things, that process, how it goes. We were talking about questions that you are asked and how off the wall they are. Anything that caught you by surprise going through this process? But wait, real quick, uh, you were undrafted free agent, right? Yeah, yep. yeah I okay. was. And you didn't go to the Combine. I did go to the Combine. Yep. That was so crazy about my process, Babby. Wow. I had the East-West Shrine game and a Combine invite and went undrafted. Ah, oh, the Why? heartache. Uh, it's because of what the, I, I think mine was more or less like, I probably was in the same box, honestly, as Ron Slay was a tweener type. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. they knew I could play, but they didn't know where I was going to play. Mm-hmm. Like I was good enough to be a college tackle. Now that I look back at it in hindsight and hindsight, but to be a NFL tackle was totally different. And my, my 40 time, honestly, is probably what got me, uh, undrafted because, that's what the combine is. It is their measuring stick for all things that validates what they need. You got to run the 40 at this certain time if you're a wide receiver. You got to jump this high if you're an offensive lineman. You got to bench this much if you're a defensive lineman. Like, they have all of those measuring sticks. But one thing that they can't measure, Baz, and this is the old cliche thing, is that competitive spirit, the heart. You know what I'm saying? Like, they can't really tell that unless they've really broken down your film. 
And unless you're like a first-round guy, I'm more than sure like the concentration on the amount of film that they watch ain't as much for a guy, which I had gotten a three to five, uh, a third-round to fifth-round grade. But, of course, when my combine didn't go the way that I wanted it to, partly because I caught a uh, nosebleed right before I ran my 40. Uh, and then I've never been able to bench a whole lot as far as reps, but I could bench, like, heavy amounts of weight. I just the, – the reps wasn't my thing. I think I got 21 on the 225 bench press, and I ended up running, like, a 5-5-40 at offensive tackle. So those right there was probably the knocks that they ended up using on me to be like, okay, well, we'll pass on them and go with somebody that we can justify drafting at those positions. And then it also ended up being the, the fact, I mean, but then when I got to the NFL, they knew I could play from day one. And I made the, uh, the team and I ended up switching positions to guard. So it was really a process that I'll be honest with you, and it's me bragging just a little bit. I don't think many people could go through that, you know, to change positions and um, be expected to go a certain place, except for a guy like Trey Smith. He did yeah, well, and we know he's special too, though. Yeah. So, yeah, but you see how it can work out, though. Yeah, we all knew Trey had like first, second round talent, but teams are very finicky when it comes down to holding on to those picks and you know just really coveting them, and you got to be justified in it. And I think that's why you have some people that you know get drafted super fast because they blow everybody out of the water as far as they're combining and you know football and shorts that they can justify because we've seen player X, let's go, Randy Moss, do this, 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 and this, and this guy has the same numbers as Randy Moss, so that justifies we might get something out of him. Crazy. So let me ask you this. I know Demoris Smith had said, uh, I think it was, what, last week, that he wanted to get rid of the combine, which obviously he's going to put that out there and, and use it as negotiating and chip and all of that for the players. But what is your take on that and the reasons that he said that he would prefer for it to be gone? I'd be okay with it if they got uh, more, if they had underclassmen get invited to those senior bowl games and stuff like that. Like th- If that they had, like, the an underclassman one, yeah. Yeah, that or, um, you know, just some of the, the ins and out of it because it can't hurt guys more than it does help them when it comes down to the combine. But I Well, like you're a perfect it. example, I, I, right? Yeah, I, I am, but still badly savage. Like, I liked it, though. Like, the idea that I got to prep for the biggest uh, uh, job interview of my entire life, and yes, I'm going to be judged by it, but it also gives you that experience of being in front of those teams and Maybe you can sell somebody on just how good you are, Isaiah Wilson, when it comes down to your interview process. You know, yeah. and, and, and then, of course, Maybe if they're only inviting somebody. Yeah. <laughs> 30 people to go visit teams during uh, the draft process, too, on the official visits, that's not enough. So the process of um, doing the combine for medical, for speed, for, you know, just getting in front of teams, that is an experience. That's the same way with some guys that, you know, go to the NFL draft, like on draft night. Like, if you get that invite, unless you just really got to be around your family or you don't know where you're going to go, if you're supposed to be top five and you heard some people say you're late first rounder, so you don't want to be there like that, I kind of get that too. But no, Baz, I'm a fan of what the combine is. So you're a fan of it, Savage. What would you change? Um, about the combine or would, about the process, you think, 
um, of going through that, whether it be the mental part of it, the testing part of it, um, what would be a way that you feel like you would be able to show more of yourself? You know what I'm saying? And to that, kind of put those yeah. doubts out of there. Uh, I heard Coach Mag bragging on Babsy yesterday saying, you know, whenever she'd have gone into the uh, interview room, they wouldn't have had nothing personal on her. They just asked her football questions. <laughs> that was me in that situation. Like, I was clean cut when it came to college and stuff. Like, they knew I had a, a, a kid and stuff like that. But it wasn't anything that was just wild, like that I got arrested or had a drinking problem or failed drug tests and stuff like that. I would say the 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 limit on the type of questions you can ask in those questions. Mm -hmm. If you're flying me in, if I'm one of your 30 on those visits that guys get and you want to ask me those questions then in a controlled setting to where I can really just be myself and not be 15-minute rotation of trying to get the most PC answer, I think those, hey, your mom was a stripper question, or, hey, did so-and-so do drugs? Like, no. Like, that's not fitting for the combine. It should be more civil there. Like, it should be a formal interview. That would be the only stipulation I would have. But everything else about it, though, the benching, the running, the meetings, uh, without the foolish questions, that would be the only thing I would have to take. Like, be civil about this process. Although you are trying to see a guy tick, or you're trying to see if a guy go outside himself, if you right. ask him one of them. No. If you really like that dude, and be, have him be one of your 30 visits that you get as a team, as an organization, then you can sit him down to ask him those questions. That's what I would change about it. Ramon Foster with us. Ramon, Kayla, and Will on 104.5 The Zone in the morning. Hey, check this out. We what never. Got, well, we never. Did you ask? Uh, we totally went a different direction and forgot to go back to the fact of did you get asked anything crazy? Right. Oh yeah, that's yeah, oh. yeah. That's what, that's what started that's this what whole conversation. So uh, all of that was so good. I'm like, hey, okay, yeah. skip yeah. the appetizer. Let's get the meat and potatoes. So, so mine was, uh, you know, just talking about the idea of having a child in college and stuff like that, which was nothing bad. They were just learning about me, mm -hmm. and no team was disrespectful in that sense. The one team that did ask something was actually the team that I went to. Uh, but it, I, I think they wanted to see my leadership skills, too. But they, the, the Steelers asked me, why did you guys get Coach Former fired? Like y'all personally went out there and said, we're going to get this man out here. How did you time. respond? Did you kind of laugh? Oh, oh, I remember it. No, because you got to be serious. And this is the thing. They sit you in a chair. It's like seven people behind you. The head coach, the GM, the owner in front of you with a position coach to the left or to the right. It's like 15-plus people in the in the room, and they they really sit you down and wait for you to have a slip-up or something. So when they asked me that question, they knew I was a team captain. They knew I was a senior coming out, and it was my responsibility to lead the team. My answer was, look, we did all we could. It, it was, you know, everybody wasn't on the same page. And they just asked the question, well, well, we had you and Robert Ayers on the team, Arian Foster on the team. How come you guys weren't able to wrangle it back in? You know what my final answer to them was? And I think when I say this, you guys will know. I was like, Coach, it was more of them against the grain than it was us. I was like, when you're fighting a losing battle and you kind of lose, you know, control of how, how you lead people when it's more of the others, mm -hmm. then that's one way to get a coach fired. And I, I do think that was a little bit of the case. Ron, you were around a little bit yeah. with that group of guys that was there for my senior year. Like, yeah. Rob Ayer, solid dude. Myself, a solid dude. Inky was around somewhat in the mm -hmm. sense. You know what I'm saying? So it, it was a bunch. Of, that was the turnover of the super young 
you got to play early. Eric Berry, solid dude. He was yeah. on track with it, but it was. And then, of course, the offense we ran in that year too. Babsy's guy, Dave Clawson, uh, <laughs> that also kind of guys weren't on the same page. And um, when it's I was going to say, it's working it well for him no. at Wake Forest now. Well, you know, he also changed his offensive philosophy too, Babs. A little mm. bit. And he didn't have the personnel at Tennessee to run that offense. Yeah that he does now at Wake Forest. Like, we weren't fit for a strong, weak side type of offense. We had two big old tackles over there, and one had to be strong and one had to be quick side. Of course, I was a strong side, you know? Mm. Like, didn't mm-hmm. Fulmer recognize that? Uh, Bab, that's an off-air conversation that I did have with him. I, yeah. Okay. We, we, we talked about that because yeah. I, I got to get this answer, you know? Yeah. yeah. And yeah. we, we did, me and Coach Swimmer had that conversation actually last year sometime. And that's an off air conversation for sure. But yeah, yeah, I got that answer. Let's just say I was more right than I was wrong. Yeah. Man, that, that's funny, man. Like the, when you're able to step away and you're older and you can go back and have the relationship and talk to those coaches, they'll tell you. Like I, I had a yeah. conversation oh, with yeah. Buzz. Um, about him taking the job, and we lost two players um, my junior year. Harris Walker and Terrence Woods got kicked off the team. And I was asking, like, dude, do you know how good we could have been if you didn't kick yeah. them off the team? And he, and same thing. It was like, yeah, man, I got kind of put in a bad position walking into this. You know, so it was like, whoa. And I kind of understood. I was like, oh, wow. Okay. So, I, yeah, yeah. I did too, man, and I ain't faulting him. I do hold that one still to this day, like, Man, like, not on my watch. Nobody wants to have a coach yeah. fired on their watch like that. You know, just like when I was in Pittsburgh, not having a losing season under Coach Tomlin. That was one of those things. Like, I don't care if Ben ain't that quarterback. Like, no, not while I'm here. So, uh, we never did. But, yeah, that type of stuff does happen. Hmm, very interesting. Ramon Foster with us, always uh Honest, and we appreciate it. Great insight. So let's talk uh, big men. Let's talk linemen. And let's talk Titans first. From a standpoint of Ben Jones and Taylor Lewan, they both gone next year? I would think so. If Ben comes back, boy, he's got to make peace probably with his wife, his kids, and everything else. Just because of the way (laughs) he plays, number one. And just how much, you know, he was just on the ground last year. Like, guys are soldiers, and they want to be ten toes down at all times. But unless he get, like, fully, fully healthy and there's a plan for Ben to not practice Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, only practice on Friday to get him to game day, like, that's something that's got to be discussed. Taylor's situation, heck, he's already alluding to it. Like, I, I, Taylor's, I think, at a point to where, he feels like he wants to play, but he doesn't know if he does or not. Mm. Taylor got a lot of good stuff going on off the field, Taylor Lewan, that is, to where he probably doesn't need the money. He's going to be in the spotlight with, you know, busting with the boys and whatnot, and he is a commodity in this sports world, not just football. So he, he does, you know, he's able to have one foot in, one foot out. Yeah. Um, if, and then, of course, if he does get cut, does he want to go prove himself to – 60-plus guys on another roster that he still got it. I don't know his mental makeup right now as far as being in that space, but I knew that was one of the, you know, the roadblocks for me. It's like, man, do I want to go in a new locker room and overprove myself that I still got it? And, yeah. you know, when you're on the back half of your career. Yeah. 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 
Yeah. Well, he told us a year ago it mm-hmm. would be really hard for him to wear a different jersey. Right. And then Jim Wyatt talked to him at Super Bowl. He told him the same thing. So, I feel yeah. him. Yeah. I feel him, y'all. Like, that's that's tough. Uh, the, the, the newness of going into a different room. Like, they already got their look in locker room languages and laughs and jokes and you odd man out for a little while. Y'all know how the locker room dynamic is. No Even when freshmen were coming in, it's like, oh, you, you're super nervous. So that would be him in year, what, 10 or 11? Yeah, that's that's that's. Well, and it's different for us, too, because my, my locker room was 14 total. Yours was, you know, what, yeah, 15, 15, 20 total. Next, yeah. I mean, it's, it's yeah. a very different locker room when you're talking about know. a football locker yeah. room, too. If, if you... Yeah, but I, if, if, if he wanted to, he would have a market, though. I will say that because finding yeah. even above-line quality in the NFL, y'all, y'all see what it looked like now in the <laughs> especially O-line. Anybody that's I don't know what you're talking about. Where would we know that from, Savage? <laughs> well, we saw it firsthand this year. Yeah, we did. If you had a, if you had a wish list, two players real, really quick um, going out, if you're on the Titans' wish list, two offensive linemen that you would – you would, you gotta have. Draft wise, draft wise is what I'm saying. My bad, e- not for easily. Oh, and uh, Osiris Torrance out of Florida, the guard, and there I think there will be a a necessity for guard. Mm-hmm. Him and John Michael Schmitz out of Minnesota, the center. Okay. Same way, and let me say this: the same way Kansas City went after Trey Smith and uh, Creed Humphrey. Mm. I, I think that in some capacity, you got to start bringing in guys that can kind of grow up together. Y'all know what I mean by mm-hmm. that. Too. Like, they're going to take their lumps. You know, they're going to be some fighters that from what I saw in those dudes. Uh, and they need to be your culture setters for your entire offense because at some point, Derrick Henry and Ryan Tannehill going to walk out of that locker room, and there needs to be a culture set by some big dudes up front. Most teams – Culture is set by the O-line or D-line because they're the biggest groups most times. And just truthfully, whether it's joking or not, most small guys kind of fear them a little bit. Or at least they act like they do. Right. Gotcha. Gotcha. Love that. All right. right. Good stuff. Yes, we appreciate you. Always good stuff. Yeah, Vols beat Alabama last night because you wanted to, you know, <laughs> I don't know if you knew or not. Well, so. you, you you know, like, the Alabama fans would just say it's only one game. So <laughs> I'm not even going to play this with them, man. <laughs> I'm so sick of them. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Bama fans, prepare for losing is all I would tell you. Like, I don't know what y'all going to be, but the pendulum eventually it's swings. Sweet, the same yeah. way Arkansas was killing it in basketball and football mm-hmm. in, the, uh, in the late 90s, early 2000s. Like, it eventually swings, y'all. And, you know, clutch your pearls and, and come back to the ball. <laughs> <laughs> it's about time for it to swing. Mm-hmm. It's been a while. It is, and I, it is. It has been a while. I don't know who's ever held on to it this long. I know I'm over, but I don't know who ever held on to it this long, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's been a while. Lou Holtz, maybe? Maybe. I don't know. Did this he have a good long. one? At, no, this is a long time. Did he no. have it in South Carolina too? No, it was no. over. Party over. No. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe at Penn State, but how many natties did he get out of it? Joe Pod. Joe Pod went for it. Yeah, I don't know how many natties he got out of it though. Yeah, I think it's just different. Like yeah. Yeah, yeah, not like this. You could it's use different. to be Bobby Bowden. Yes, FSU, that's one. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's a good, good point. Good job, Hunk. Good job, Hunk. Yep. Yeah. Hunk wanted us to break, too. 
Thank you. Now we need to go to break. Oh. Ramon, we love you. <laughs> Bye. Love you guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs> well, take Thanks, us Hunk. Break, Hunk. Go, Hunk. Go. <laughs> take us You're break, in charge. Let's see. Something different for dinner. Searching restaurants near me. Right here, ma'am. How can we help? Gee, same old, same old. Wait, we're, we're right here, ma'am. Our restaurant's just a few blocks from you. Why is she not seeing us? Back to the usual, I guess. Ma'am, can you not see us? Nope, they can't see you. Because you're buried deep in the list of local restaurants. You are invisible online. Introducing Cumulus Boost. Get a boost, get found, get on the map. Learn more at CumulusBoost.com. Named one of the best personal finance podcasts, The Stacking Benjamin Show with Joe and his friends makes financial literacy fun. I got an email today from the LenPenzo.com HR department. I find oh. it really interesting. I'm an employee of one at this company, so but somebody from the HR department sent me an email telling me that I had a raise. If I just opened the attachment, I could see how much my raise was. Make sure you click on the links that are in there, too. <laughs> oh, absolutely. There's yeah, safe. I can't wait. This is I'm excited. Find out more by searching the Stacking Benjamins podcast wherever you listen. Welcome back in the 3XL right here on 104.5 The Zone brought to you by Spring Your Heating and Cooling. You probably heard Babsy to let you know that we were going to give you a rundown exactly what's going on, man, out here in this weather, this crazy, crazy weather we got right here. Yes. Um, Babs, you got this? I do. Okay. Tornado warning going on right now. Murray, Giles, and Lawrence counties in those areas, specifically um, near Lawrenceburg. And it expires at 4.15 and just, I, I remember back in the day, like I would always forget which was which, but the tornado warning means that a tornado has been detected right. in the radar. So that is that is the bad one. Tornado watch is just watch out. The conditions are right. The warning is uh, the, the very scary one. So yeah. Murray, Giles, and Lawrence counties out there. Um, just know that you are under tornado warning until 4.15. So it looks like that's about, what, 20, 25 more minutes. Mm-hmm. Honk, so anything else to add? Uh, no, that's that's it. That's going to be, you hit the counties perfectly on that. So you've got about 25 to 30 minutes before that tornado warning is going to be out. So obviously be very careful if you are yes. in those areas. As uh, as all our meteorologists like to say, go find your safe spot. Make mm-hmm. sure you know where it is. Go ahead and hang out there for a little bit and um, just be weather aware, certainly, because this is a pretty nasty storm. I'm watching actually right now some a local station kind of cover it and you can just see that line of this storm wall. Um and that's Ugh. that's where a lot of that rotation kicks up. So yeah, it's mainly Lawrenceburg, Etheridge, and Campbellsville. They're going to be the three big cities that we're talking about right now. Not fun. Not fun. There you go. Ugh. All right. Well, what was fun last night was um, that was? basketball game. And I don't care if you're an Alabama fan, Tennessee fan. It, it was a fun atmosphere. It was a fun game. It, it all of those things. It's it was. Such a great college basketball event. And you know what? And and this right here, we, we got to mention is um, 
Vaughn Nation, I got to give you love because it's been said in the past, especially this basketball season, it's been in question, like, where is the love? Like, where is the raucous crowds? And, um, like, they showed up for the Tennessee Lady Vols playing UConn. Outside of that, the Kentucky game was, it was like people were right there on the verge of going crazy. Didn't quite go that way. But this game right here, you can hear it on the TV, really, really turned up. So, um, that, that kudos to them, man. Home court does matter. Um, if you think it doesn't, just ask any team, any, any student section of, of any SEC fan base. And I think you'll, you'll, you'll see that differently when you come out of it. So salute to them for coming through. We're going to take a quick break, but I want to pick your brain a little bit about that game last night. Um, huge win, obviously, Tennessee upsetting the number one team in the nation. And I, I'm telling you. Mm hmm. College basketball is fun right now. It is. By the way, the and question the other day. did you see Purdue got beat again? Yes. Yeah, remember, was it the other day when uh, Brent asked you, Don, have you gotten into college basketball? Yes. Last night was it. Yes. Yeah, that was, it was last night to, was the time it, it just went, it's, okay, it's, I'm yeah, in. Trying to get in. Yep. I'm all yep. in. I'm, I'm all, all in, in now. now. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Not and sure about that. Who did um, Purdue lost to Northwestern yep. or something? And then Northwestern, Which, you know who they beat last night? Indiana. The Indiana Hoosiers. What's up, baby? That's Mr. Babs. For those that don't know, he is an alum. He is not happy. And Buck. Buck Rising. Hey, Buck. Yeah. Hey, Buck. How you doing? Yeah, but uh, we're going to take a quick break. Four o'clock hour, though, Slay. Um, I want to hit you on a couple of questions okay. in last night's game. We talked about, I think, Tennessee just clearly out physicaled yeah. Alabama. And I know that's not a word, but it is a word today. Yeah, so, mm-hmm. uh, but they were definitely the more physical team, and Alabama struggled to match that physicality. But what else went wrong for Alabama, especially in that second half? We'll talk about that and much more. You are listening to 3HL on 1045 The Zone. Business has always been about turning a profit, making money. But can it stand for something more? Something beyond dollars and cents? We think so. We think that today, business has a higher calling, a purpose to be fair and just, to do right by their workers, customers, communities, and the environment. And it turns out companies successful doing that also do better for their bottom line. When you see the Just Capital seal, it means this company is a force for good. Visit JustCapital.com to learn more. 